As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English, and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. Let's be real here. It's time to stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. I always tell people who listen or watch my show to lead with their gifts and don't let your age, friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dreams. My interviews I do on Money Making Conversations are for you. I invite celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers on my show to discuss their careers because I consider what they're doing is successful and what better way to get advice if is from successful people. My next guest is what I call young success, Soraya. She's an actress, singer, dancer, and model known as the singer Tiana Brown that she portrayed on Lee Daniels' hit Fox TV series, Empire. Soraya is starring on the upcoming Lifetime original movie. She told me her first lead story role, Envy, a seven deadly sin story. But that's not all she's doing besides this new movie, Envy. Next up for Soraya, she's co-starring in the upcoming BET movie, Favorite Son, directed by the one and only Robin Givens, which is expected to be released this year. She has a new single coming out soon called Tell Me About Myself, featuring my boy Rick <laughs> Ross. Soraya was also just recently announced to join the Stars drama series. This girl busy. Who's managing her? Who's managing her? I want to manage her. She's doing everything. Join the, the Stars drama series Black Mafia Family, executive produced by the one and only 50 Cents. Not 25, 25, 50 Cents. In a recurring role. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations. I tell you, she's a rising star. She's beautiful. She's fantastic. I just saw her in her star and roll envy a seven deadly sin story please welcome the money-making conversation Soraya. hi thank you so much for having me what an intro thank you first of all first of all girl does the word okay you know i've been fortunate in this business managing a lot of big talent work with a lot of big talent and i know when a resume starts to come together and you and we always shut down during the pandemic and it all caught us off guard how did you really handle the pandemic and then to be start, you know, 
putting yourself in the position where you got all these properties that are happening in 2021 and they will extend into 2022. Let's walk through that pandemic shutdown and then starting to come out of it, out of that pandemic funk. Yeah, so interesting. The pandemic hit us all and, you know, we were all unprepared and not ready for that one, Um, especially not to be out of commission for nearly a year or more for some people. Um, Empire ended abruptly, uh, two episodes shy of finishing our sixth season, um, our sixth and final season. So it sent me home to L.A., um, much like the rest of the world, pretty much in shock. Um, and the year continued on 2020, as we know it, uh, just trying to figure out health and family and figure out what's, what's next. Thank God. Um, I, 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 I did like, I don't know, a hundred self tape auditions throughout quarantine. And, and, you know, towards the end when things started opening back up is when I kind of broke through and, um, I landed my first lead role envy, which is the first thing I shot out of quarantine, uh, back in December or something like that. Um, so that was basically how it happened for me. Quarantine was very much of a test, um, and a trial. (laughs) Um, I learned a lot about myself and a lot about my family. It was a much needed break though, because I was going for six seasons straight of empire, which is like six years. Um, and it, it was definitely a much needed break that I needed for just to be still and, and be in the moment. But you know, the amazing thing about, because we all know Hollywood is, and you know, you can get on a series and you, you start buying a new car, and that might be the biggest mistake because it can get canceled. And to be on a series that, you know, <laughs> just, just, I mean, it was a rocket ship launch for that series because it did something that never happened in the history of television. It, it grew every week, it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And so, and you on that launching pad, tell us how it affected you. It's all positive, but nobody, you know, you, you just get on the show. First of all, you get on the show happy to be working. First of all, let's get that out the way. Happy to get to working to pay some checks, and you wanted to keep working so you can build some momentum and put some money in the account and call yourself a working actor or actress. Talk about the that whole beginning portion of the Empire explosion. Well, for me, you're absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. For me, starting Empire was very different. It was my first kind of TV role. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Um, it was just that so many first experiences dealing with empire and in, in the new fame, the newfound success around it, <laughs> obviously by the third, fourth episode, we were the leading numbers, um, TV since I think they said since the Cosby show. Yes, yes. So <laughs> it was, it was huge all over the world, which, which also made it different because it was, you know, main TV Fox. So, um, it was a lot of adjusting for me. I was 19 at the time and, um, I was coming straight from college at that time. And I, was I was just, you know, taking the punches as they roll and and learning so much and working so extremely hard on that show. I a lot of my um, earlier performances on the show was um, dancing dance, big dance numbers. And so I would rehearse, you know, 12, 16 hours shoot for 
16 to 18 hours while wearing heels, while having to recite lines. But it was it was boot camp for me, um, to be honest. And I'm so grateful for the experience, though, because I know what hard work is and, and how to make, you know, something as glamorous as Empire, um, how to make that happen. Yeah, it's really wonderful because, like you said, uh, and co- coming from an African-American perspective, to see the explosion of color program, a brown color program, or African-American programming. You know, I'm, I'm so happy that you got to experience this awakening of Hollywood where you have options and to be in a series on Lifetime, you know, is executive produced by Sean Robinson and Bishop T.D. Jakes or Lifetime starring role. Okay, now, did, now did, did Empire prepare you for the starring role, Soraya? Um, Empire definitely did. I mm-hmm. would say I would give thanks to Empire for so many, so many growth spurts in my uh, career. Um, definitely, I've had a lot of training. Um, I've, I've, I'm always one to get better at my craft. So on my off time, I was taking acting classes, actually, by Tasha Smith at her acting school in, in LA. She's also was on Empire. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I love her. I adore her. Um, but I was always, I'm always looking to get better at everything I do. So that was something that I self-invested in on my off time to make sure that when I got any other type of role, I would be ready for it. And I know how to attack it, you know, head first. Um, for me, it was it was more of a, a destiny thing, uh-huh. how I ended up on Empire. <laughs> so I didn't go to acting school, uh, but I, I definitely invested myself into time into doing that on my off time. Okay, now, okay, now, so you, you told me some information. You said, Rashawn, it was a destiny thing about Empire. I didn't go to acting school, but you left out. So how did you get the role? Yes, so... Basically, what happened is I was I had just enrolled into college. Um, uh, I was going to a, a community college in, mm-hmm. in L.A. Mm-hmm. And my one of my good friends called me and I was doing some modeling uh, at that time, some print work. I just did not have a theatrical agent at the time, uh, which a theatrical agent helps you get roles in on TV and in, in, uh, word speaking characters and things like that. So, um, my friend called me and he's, he's kin of Lee Daniels. And he said, you know, my uncle who was Lee Daniels, <laughs> I didn't know this. Stop that uh, right there. Stop that. This is, this is getting out of hand. Okay. So the, the, he's kin to it. You, you know, some country talk, you know that, right? He's kin to Lee Daniels. I didn't know Lee Daniels. <laughs> You know, all Lee Daniels at that point, you know, Oscar, all this stuff. This is Lee Daniels, Lee Daniels. And so your little 19-year-old behind at community college can sing, dance, look beautiful. Continue with your story. I'm just setting up it all up. Where's that? Where's this no, going? yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. Um, and so he told me, you know, he's like, you know, they've been looking for this character. They've been auditioning, you know, they've auditioned all over the world at this point for, for the whole cast of Empire. Um and um, they haven't found their girl. And I said, well, of course I would love to audition. You know, I sent him all of my stuff and he sent it to the people, the powers that be. Um, and they said, yeah, let's see her. She has a great look. And um, I auditioned about two or three times. And we got a call from Lee Daniels saying she, we love her. She's perfect. She has to audition for Fox. 
Um, so I auditioned for Fox. I went to Fox Network in Beverly Hills. And I auditioned there and I got the role and they shipped me to Chicago. First, first flight <laughs> out of there. Now, Chicago, one of my favorite cities, by the way. So you're going, you're in great stumping grounds. Of course, the winter, you learn some things about Chicago in the wintertime. You better, right. learn, you better learn how to dress in Chicago for winter because it's not like any other winter. L.A. girl, you learned that, right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, learned my lesson. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> now, here's the beauty of this conversation, because you told me earlier you're taking acting classes now with Tasha Smith. So it meant that when you was auditioning, all that was natural, correct? Yeah, yes, okay. absolutely. Okay, now, let's let's talk about confidence. What, what, what allowed you, because I can't act. I'm going to just be honest with you. I can't act. I can do stand-up comedy. I can motivate you. I can interview you. But put a script in front of me, I fall mm-hmm. apart. What, what what natural skill that you have allowed you to get through that audition? Because you have to have confidence because they kept asking you to come back. So you had no background on how do I do I change up? Do I get louder? What do I do? Were you were, were you talking to anybody in between the audition, Soraya, or what? No, 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 no. At the time it was me and my mom. She stayed up with me going over lines and we just kind of took it. So the approach that we think, you know, it was pretty straightforward um, that we think it should have. And and it worked the first time. So we're like, let's do the (laughs) same thing. Um, I just made sure I was off book. Obviously, that that means that I memorized everything. And and yeah, I went in there the second time. And we we had to because it's a music show. We had to sing and I had to sing rap and Recite lines. Okay, cool. So. Good, good. Because you, you got me killing. I can't rap. I can't sing. So your boy's already out. You know, I'm already out. Okay. <laughs> it, was, it was very nerve-wracking. But but I got through it. And and I think, um, well, obviously, right. they, they loved it. And you know what was really cool that you brought up? I'm sorry not to go off topic too much. But um, you brought up about African-Americans. And it was really dope that. Uh, the character, I just came as myself. And at this time I had big, my big curly hair and that's just how my hair is. It was my whole life. And um, that made such a huge impact that I had no idea what that would on TV. Cause I didn't realize that so many African-American actresses didn't wear their natural hair on TV. I didn't know that. And so when I appeared with my big Afro on Fox network, um, <laughs> It was, it, I have so many young black girls and, and so many uh, natural uh, community and natural uh, companies for hair that reached out to me. And I, I, it, was, it was really awesome to um, have an impact on, on people in that way. It's finally here, the season of celebration. And no matter how you celebrate with family and friends, whether you're preparing for Reyes Magos or Karamu, lighting the menorah, or going to Midnight Mass, Kohl's has just what you need to make those traditions special. Plus, you'll find gifts for all your loved ones. Send warm wishes with cozy fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws. Support minority-owned or founded brands by giving gifts from Human Nation and Shea Moisture. Or treat them to everyone's favorite activewear from top brands like Nike, Adidas, and Under Armour. And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide committed to the health and well-being of our communities. No matter how you celebrate, when you shop at Kohl's, you're right where you belong. So this season, give with all your heart with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com. 
If I could be you. And you could be me for just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Here's the funny part about it. A lot of people thought it wasn't real. I'm sure, right? I know! <laughs> because that wasn't, that's not normal. That's not normal, you know. But if you've been, your hair would been straight, oh, that's our hair. That's a, Oh, she's wearing a wig. That's not our hair. That's not our hair. And that's why, you right. know, when, when watching the series and watching you grow, because it's really interesting when I watch young talent like you, because you're special. Believe me, you're special. You're gifted. And But I want to ask this other question before we move to the series and talk about Envy, A Seven Deadly Sins, because I want to talk about learning your audition as a natural actress, natural instincts, and followed your gut along with your mom, natural instincts. Mm-hmm. Then you got on the series, and then you went to Tasha Smith. What did you learn from her classes that enabled you to improve as an actress and prepare you for a lead series like that you're doing in Envy that's airing on Lifetime? Oh my gosh, so much. I learned um, technique. I learned different exercises and ways to get into the character quicker, especially for auditions. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned, she she brought me out of my shell. Um, Tasha brought me out of my shell for sure. Uh, I learned how to just let go and be free in the moment. And that's something that, that Taraji and Terrence actually told me as well. Um, but to be able to put it on its feet and really do it yourself is, is, is where you learn, okay, I can do this. And when you have confidence that, you know, you can do it. And I had a breakthrough, um, class one time and, and, and it was went really, really well. And from then on, I said, okay, like I can, I can, I can tackle anything, any role that comes my way. And, and, and quarantine really strengthened me um, because I auditioned so much. I, mm-hmm. I sent in so many self tapes, mm-hmm. so many self tapes. And believe me, self tapes can be um, not always uh, the best thing to do because you don't know. You because you you're looking at first of all, right. you have no makeup on. You don't know you dressed in average. So really, I, I always call self tapes like doing stuff in black and white because I always tell people the black and white era before they had color and explosion and blood. You really had to act on black and white. Movies of black and white. Absolutely. Footage. And those are my favorite to watch. Yeah. And so <laughs> sending self tape footage is like, you really better be able to act when they send it over. Because they, 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 there's nobody behind. Usually it's just a blank wall behind you because you want to keep it clean and you just yep. read the lines and you deliver it. So bravo, bravo. Now let's talk about this series where, you know, well, you know, you stepped up your game, Soraya. You know what I'm saying? Keisha Jones. That's, I, I, I got the name right. Keisha Jones, right? This is, yes. This is the Keisha Jones story. The Keisha Jones story. Mm-hmm. Little sad little girl. Tell us about the Keisha Jones and the message of envy. Mm-hmm. Yes. So envy, we all have dealt with that, I'm sure, at some point in our lives. Jealousy and envy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
Keisha has come from a lot of loss in her life. Right. And a lot of struggle and a lot of absence and a lot of longing for something she doesn't have. So she, she, her mom dies and, and she find, finds her estranged father that she never knew. And the other thing that she finds when she finds her father is how successful he is and that she has a sister. She didn't know this part, you know, of her life. And um, uh, envy comes with that because we're talking about a girl that sleeps in her car and, and, and goes to work and take, takes bird baths and goes to work. Mm-hmm. And then she, she learns of her dad and her sister and they live in a mansion and they drive a nice car and they have a very respectful, beautiful, loving relationship with each other. And she envies this so much so to where she does things that are out of her character. Um, I really love that this is a T.D. Jakes production. There's some faith in there that is really cool. It's not overbearing, but it's definitely a streamline in the movie where, um, you know, Keisha has some, some, she, she's issues. dealing with some faith issues, issues. With, with her relationship with God. And we see her redemption at the end. And so I'm super well, you know, the excited thing about it, for people to see this. I just want to, Soraya, let me just talk about you and this character development, because see, I, I don't want everybody, I don't want to gloss over the, the, the character changes you have to make, the emotional changes, because it is a it's a faith based movie with all not heavy faith. I would put it like that. It's not heavy right. faith, but it's about envy, and we all deal with it. And your character is about you know being shown an opportunity and how you deal with it. You have DC Young Fly, you know he's on he's like he's like the, the he's like that little negative spirit. I always tell people I talk about negative spirits and positive spirits. You know you have right. your your newfound father Elijah. His character, he's your positive spirit, and then you have DC Youngfly. He's your negative spirit that's on your shoulder, and your father keeps trying to let you know that there's a sense of reality and trying to get you to buy into it. But then you have DC Youngfly telling you stick to the stick to the plan, stick to the plan, because as we watch you drift through the movie, you start you you start going back and forth. Should you do this? Should you come over to your father's side, who is the larger side of the world? Or you, should you stick to the original plan? That's what DC CC Youngfly is talking about. So talk about that because I thought that was key in me buying into your your strong acting as well as me staying with the movie because I know that was a hard role to be able to deliver. And also, you had to play a, a, an evil spirit, a cunning person. So you you had a lot of things going on there, you know. You played the little, you played the 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 attractive person. You played the young sister. You played the 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 the, the mom who had lost a child. It was a lot of levels. How was you able to pull all those things off? So I don't want people to I don't want people to think that you're doing Empire Two. You're not. You're doing a really deeply uh, thought out role that it gives you a lot of different levels, and all of them you play effectively. I really appreciate that. Um, one, because I always said anything I do after Empire, I want it to be groundbreaking in the way of people's perspective of me and and, and showing real acting chops. So I really appreciate that. Um, and that's what I really loved about this character, that she was she had so many layers and she was so flawed. Um, which, which I enjoy because that's real, right? We all are so flawed and we have so many layers and trauma that we've been through. Um, 
so for each segment of the movie, I kind of broke it down um, and I was able to connect myself to those moments with real things that I've been through um, and, and, and having empathy for her and not playing her so um, like too vindictive. I feel like there is moments, like you said, where she was starting to believe like, hey, I can't have this life with my dad and, and maybe they do want me around and, mm-hmm. and maybe I am accepted and they love me. And then she has these moments where she feels a little rejected and she calls, you know, she calls DC young flies mm. character and, <laughs> and then she puts her back on the road. <laughs> so I think, he was I think focused, there's, baby. A, there's an DC extreme polarity to her and, and this movie. And that's what makes it so interesting to me is because you're seeing this girl go through all of these emotions and, but you also can relate to her. Um, and by the end, she does get her redemption and you don't, I hope don't, 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 don't give it too much. Don't give it too much. Come on, come on. So don't give it too much. They need to watch this because, because, you know, I, I enjoy, first of all, I'm enjoying the interview talking to you because I love talking to young talent and because there's such a future ahead of you and we don't know what the future is, but you are a hard worker. And if you stay true to the course and you have a, you know, you know you brought your mom several times. So you have a foundation to fall back on and you have faith. And this movie is about faith. It, it, it allows you. And it's also a movie that is a, uh, uh, all African-American cast, but it's relatable to anybody. I don't care if you're black, brown, white. You can reach Absolutely. into this movie and realize you see that character. Keisha Jones could be Lisa Lisa Epstein, okay? That, that's <laughs> because they, we all have those parts in our lives that allow okay. us to be disenfranchised. And how do we react when the opportunity is given to us? And that's what stood out for me in this role, and that's what you was able to do. And... When, when I look at you now and there's a, a high level of innocence that you show in this interview, and that's that I, I think that allows you to do what you do. Because when I when I look at people and I've been fortunate to cast a lot of people from Nick Cannon to to Kim Whitley to Gabrielle Union, and Taraji P. Henson, you know, Terrence Howard, I know all these people. And and you coming from a body of work where you had kind of like a master class working with these two people because their their styles are different. <laughs> But that that Taraji P. Henson, she no joke. Now, if you if you want to come on a series now and learn something about acting, come on now, tell everybody that about Taraji P. Henson, now, Soraya. Woo! Taraji is a force to be reckoned with. Um, I watched her and Terrence many days when I was wrapped from work, and I said, "Can I just stay and please just watch them do this scene because they are so amazing and together so amazing, but so." interesting separately in in her and uh terrence are just genius and you know what it is to me it's just they're fearless and they attack each moment like that so they're definitely my two um forever will be my two go-tos in my head in the back of my mind where i'll i'll listen to them telling me just go for it just go for it let it go Mm -hmm. Well, great. Well, I want to wrap talking about a couple of projects that you have coming up. Favorite Sons, directed, Favorite Sons, excuse me, directed by Robin Givens, and also Black Mafia. I know you can't tell us anything about that. The 50 Cent movie, you track us down, beat us up. But let's talk about Favorite Son and uh, what what, what role you play in that, and also Black Mafia Family. Oh, and Favorite Son, super excited because Robert Robin Givens directed this, and she's like one of my favorites. Um, <laughs> so I I play um, a girlfriend and a choir member to the church, um, a girlfriend to one of the the pastor's sons, 
Um, and she also is a very layered character, which is awesome because she goes through something in faith with her faith as well, but more in the church, because I feel like a lot of people in church, um, they're trying to put the best foot forward as they should. And, and they're trying to live their life right now. That doesn't exempt them from life like the rest of us. So I think the character that I play on that, on that movie um, is a testament to that. And it's a testament to not judge each other so crucially mm -hmm. and to understand that, that life still happens to you. So there's some, there's some twists and turns in there. With my character, once again, um, you might you might love her, you might hate her. Uh, <laughs> well, that's all but right. It's, but it's super dope. I play opposite of Jonathan McReynolds and Rotimi. Um, Mr. Power, and it, Mr. Power, or Mr. Power. Mr. Power, uh, and he's amazing. And so I'm, I'm so grateful to have shared this screen with them as well. And that's gospel um, singer. And, Yes, and then in in the BMF story, I play the baby mother to uh, Meech, which is one of the Flannery bro brothers, mm -hmm. um, and one of the main the main the main guys <laughs> who, who made it all happen. Um, so uh, yeah. <laughs> well, well. First of all, I know you can't tell too much about that, you know, because it's, it's, it's. But you've told me enough to know. First of all, you're fantastic. April seventeenth, we'll be looking at your lifetime, starring in the role Envy. Also, you have a project coming out, directed by Robin Gibbons, called Favorite Son, and we're going to see you in the Black Mafia family, if you call it BMF. You know, one of those big fifty cents projects. Again, thank you for coming on the show. And now you have a new single. When does the single drop? Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Um, the single is going to drop in a couple months. I don't have a hard date, but mm -hmm. I will definitely let you guys know. Uh, but definitely be on the lookout for that one because I'm so excited and everyone loves it when they hear it. it's perfect for the summertime. Well, you're, you're awesome. And uh, keep winning and tell your mom hi. I know I don't know her, but definitely when you, you, you have all the uh, qualities of a, of a great daughter. And uh, I feel fortunate <laughs> to interview you. You're special and keep winning, okay? Thank you so much. If you want to hear more Money Making Conversation, please go to moneymakingconversation.com or go to my YouTube channel and subscribe. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your host. In this season of giving, Kohl's has gifts for all your loved ones. For those who like to keep it cozy, find fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws. Or support minority-owned or founded brands by giving gifts from Human Nation and Shea Moisture. And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide. Give with all your heart this season with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com. Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. Hi, I'm Sarah Kustak. I'm the NBA analyst for the Yes Network, and I'm hosting a new podcast called NBA Flashback. NBA Flashback takes you back to the best moments in NBA history through exclusive archival audio from the NBA vault. Curry, way downtown, bang, bang! And each week, we'll have new interviews with the legends who were actually on the court. Check out NBA Flashback on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.